Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr. Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within Black communities. In this seminal work, Dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book, it's a movement, a call to action create lasting wealth, and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward Black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the Black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix, today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Welcome, everyone. Appreciate you for being here. Today's meeting is centered around three difficult questions three difficult questions only three difficult difficult questions but let me do some preliminary things diana how backlogged are you i'm you next grace let's say if i do 48 hours straight straight of work i'll be good fair enough Look, pull up your list, and I want you to count how many income-producing activities are on that list. Come right back to you. Sandals, how behind are you? Um, 
I just asked how behind are you? I don't I don't I don't know. I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> uh how many appointments do you execute a day? Oh let's see. Well maybe about four. You probably lift it up to like Maybe four, four days. Yeah, you could probably lift it up to seven to ten and still do everything you're doing. Okay. Still do everything you're doing. You're doing a fantastic job. I'm just saying. Thank you. Yeah, I just said. But you, are you cruising at 30, 40, 50? <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't at 100. So tell, tell no, me I, know you at. I know that. I know that. I, I know you. <laughs> I know that you know that you ain't at 100. Ah. <laughs> uh. Okay, I appreciate the transparency. Keep cruising. You'll be all right for now. I ain't bother you. <laughs> Just set a few more appointments. Notice I didn't say executed calls. I said appointments. Right. Let's, have, let's, let's bump it up two or three. Let's see what that looks you. like. See if you cruise at 50. All right. I'm letting you cruise. Okay. Okay. You, you understand? Mm-hmm. All right. Back to you, Deanna. Coming to you next, Reggie. And it's about okay. your book. And it's about your book. Go ahead. So I have a question. Mm-hmm. 13 immediate income producing or income producing in like if we do it now, it will generate income? So yesterday, which is something I did not tell you about, um, I asked Grace to send me the link to all the group. Oh, yeah, send a link to all. Send me a link to all the groups in Facebook that are online educate that are online education groups, and I started to do a hashtag for me for Instagram because I was going to get with you today to actually to help me generate a post to go on all of those that are both um, value giving and the link to the business university. And I'm going to start going in each group and putting in those posts because we have done, we did it for Rakeza, but we haven't directed it towards the business university itself. Okay. Let's give it a shot. Okay. Let's give it a shot. No problem. Is this for the free gifts or paid gifts? Notice I called them both gifts. Yes. So that's another that's another thing I wanted to ask you about because I was going to do the paid, but the free generates paid. Yeah, of course. So I was going the, to let you lead on that one. In this case, well, in most cases, since you do, since you haven't added value in these groups. The free. You're saying whatever, free. Okay. Because you, you, you haven't had a value. You don't have any 
no reputation there. You haven't improved the culture. You haven't established relationships with the group admins. I hope y'all learning something, right? You haven't started a relationship with group admins, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So therefore, free gifts, and then we'll do all the hard work. You got me? Got it. Cool. Reginald, Sue Wu. Where you at on your book? Good morning, sir. Uh, Good job yesterday, too. I enjoyed it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Uh, Actually, yesterday, I I just got through talking about the book. (laughs) Oh, man. uh, Yeah. I wanted to gather up what I I said yesterday. I want to gather up everything that I already did. And and I want to see where I'm at because I know I got probably about three more topics to talk about, and that's it. Okay. And you're probably going to wind up thinking a few more as time go on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it takes us two years to write books that people are going to read in two hours. Hmm. Yeah. It's always a good process. Anything we can do to help? Uh, I just, like I said, uh, all the stuff that I got now, I just got to I want to put it all together. Explain to me how I do that. Do I go back and just write down all the stuff or, you know. Uh, you got to write it down. Well, you don't have to write it I'm down. I'm talking about all it the stuff I be. did. All, all the mm-hmm. stuff I did on the on the videos is what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what you're saying. At some point, it's got to be transcribed. I mean, you have to do it. I mean, we can pay to get that done. Some yeah, app or something, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying. So I maybe maybe go back and just listen to the re-listen the videos and write down bulletin points of what you did, so you can have a great solid direction of your book. You know what I mean? Like the stuff you talked about, and then the stuff inside that stuff you talked about. That way, you can have a good strong outline, so you can know if you need to do another video like it. Add another chapter, go deeper. Um, I find out a lot. I will say something that I know is 100% right, and I don't develop that idea enough. And I, as I think about it when I'm done, I come back and I redevelop. And this just means go deeper in that idea as not to have so many holes in the argument that I knew was right. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And a lot of times it's hard to do that on the, it's hard to do that the first time on the fly when someone's just asked you a question or something like that, right? You know what I'm saying? You, you got to think about it for a little bit. So that's one option. You know, just write down the bulletin points. Also, maybe consider your Friday teachings that you already do. If you can weave those scriptures into your book, and then you can have a whole, maybe a B section of the book or end of the book, addendum to the book that is Christian-based or for for pastors to teach their youth or anything like that. You feel what I'm saying? You don't have to do that. Yeah. Just trying to use the energy you're already using towards the energy you're already using. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I can do that yeah, today. 
Yeah, but do it anytime you want. Sure, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So, cool. All right, well, your number one power, you should be at about seven. The stuff you should be doing, you should be 60% energy towards your book, 40% energy towards ATS. Now, that, and by energy, I mean, you know, ain't no rules. So, if 60% of your videos that you do even on my platform are about your book, it still helps the company, right? So really it's a hundred percent, anything you do and be seen doing it is a hundred percent helping ATS regardless. Anything you do in personal development that we can't see is helping ATS, you know, regardless because it just makes you a better person and it makes you faster what you do. But don't be afraid to focus mostly on what's going to tie into your dreams because that's your role right now. Okay. Cool. All right. All right. Good stuff, man. Appreciate you. All right. Good. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. So today's class is sentence class. Today's meeting sent around three questions. I just wanted to hit those preliminary things. If if I had a teaching point right now, which I really don't, but I'm sure some attentive members listening to me already picked up on 10 or 12 teaching lessons that you could have picked up on. But it's not my attempt to teach, I'm just running this company. The, before I get to the three questions, which is the only thing we're going to do, I just wanted to make sure I hit some pressing issues on the team that well at least these 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 solid ones here because not solid ones these originals here because fulfill their dreams then they fulfill the company's dreams you just got to think about that every question i asked you know was about everybody's dream because i already know what diana wants to do so she's backlogged then i'm messing up or she's messing up what she wants to do then if you didn't get that, that means you just need to do those income-producing activities, the immediate ones, and let the bulk of that list go into tomorrow-ish or something. Okay. But don't stretch out tasks. You know, you know that's your habit. Don't stretch out tasks. It's, it's not feasible in this time. Three difficult questions. You are more than welcome to apply these questions to your companies. It's up to you. You're more than welcome. Some of them kind of long questions. They have many different nuances and parts, but they're what I'm attempting to do with this company. And I'm using mobile. They have a mobile, uh, a mobile only approach, so to speak. If I can figure out how to make us dominate desktops and laptops and also dominate mobile only, then I would be straight. If I could figure out how to make us dominate, let's just call it education, and then have an extreme amount of entertainment tied into that, and we would be in great shape. Now, this isn't new for me, because if you go back and look at videos from 2016, 2015, you're going to see 
the word, I don't know, well, I made it up, but I'm probably not the original person who made it up, just made it up, so somebody else did somewhere. Transfertainment is what you see. Transfertainment. If you look at videos, you will see transfertainment beginning or after those videos. So I've always been thinking about merging the two, and I do that pretty much successfully. That's how we got this far in the first place. You know, two-hour classes can be boring as hell. Talking about sales can be extremely boring unless you find ways to <clears throat> spice that up. Now, here's the first question. And it comes with it comes with some stuff around it. It is apparent that gaining it's it's apparent that the gaining of capital. So I'm gonna break this question down as I ask it and then I'm gonna also post it in there. So you don't have to take I'll just post it word for word, you know what I'm saying? But let me break it down so you can understand what I'm talking about. It is apparent. Now, right there, I'm saying this is facts. At this point, don't fight this. It just is what it is. Go with the flow and make changes. Now, now I'm most certainly teaching. I'm most certainly teaching. It is a fact. Now, Reggie, you want to think about this in your book, Trace, Math. Which, by the way, Grace, you need to have a conversation with Lorraine because I'm, I'm ready to get all this. I mean, you're holding up a couple of a couple of million dollars. You understand? Let me let me let me look at you. I know you. I know the camera don't look like I'm looking at you, but my head's turned to the side over here. Although we, you know, big perms say you're playing with my money. Then I play on my emotions on Friday, the original one. You understand? Okay, Smokey. You get it. All right. Now, it's apparent. doesn't matter what I'm fit to say next. It doesn't matter. Just know that what I'm fit to say next is something that I can't fight against. All of you in your businesses or book, Reggie, or Mansion, Diana, Human Consultants, Phil, Susan, Soul Productions Company, construction company, shea buttering company, right? All of you, whether you be an EQ like Catherine or real estate e-commerce like Justin, it doesn't matter. Nonprofit like Michelle. When something is apparent, don't fight it. Just do not fight it. We spend too much time fighting stuff. I'm not even trying to be psychological. So that's, that's the next part of this then. It is apparent that the gaining of capital and admiration are more ingrained in society now more than ever, period. I don't get to preach against that, Reggie. The gaining of capital, money, and gaining of admiration are more ingrained in society than ever before. Then we have more desire, more desire for attention and admiration, more desire for for money or capital or or preacher comforts, as preachers would say, tangible things than we ever did in the history of mankind. 
period. So we're not going to fight against that. The ATS company is not going to fight against that. I can't control y'all companies. But if that is apparent, Grace, we're not for the pushback at that. You know what I'm saying? What we're for to do, if that's my customer's attention, if my customer's attention is getting money, if my customer attention is getting money and getting admiration for doing so, getting money and getting likes, we're not fighting against that. We jump in the front of it. What's the steps I teach you? Get attention. Find your congregation. Once you find your congregation, find their attention. Once you find their attention, fight against it. No, that ain't what I say. I say jump in front of it. You understand? All right. We broke that down. Because what I'm getting ready to say next is super wise. Didn't come from me. And nah, I guess it did come from me, but big me, not little me. So let's break it down. Ask yourself, this is me talking to myself, how far would people go to protect what they have built and look successful? Then ask yourself, how can ATS make them look, no, how can ATS make this, make this, quotes, look successful, become a real successful? Let me just stop right there and break it out that I was a mouthful. I'm telling myself, since this is apparent, since this is apparent that these motor scooters is going to keep chasing money and admiration, ain't nothing I could do about it. Now, how far are people willing to go to protect that? Now, here is inserts an opinion. My opinion, my opinion, this is my first opinion thus far. My opinion is people are willing to go so far that they're willing to be fake and pay money to be fake. Pay money to look great instead of using that money to look bad, plant great seeds and go through that harvest and let people talk about them for a while and then actually be great. That's my opinion. But my, from my observation, from a little small observational deck that I look upon or look down upon or look out from, however you want to interpret that, I can just tell you that as long as people are pretending to be rich, as long as you buy fancy cars, as long as you buy things you can't afford, as long as you don't have enough money not to get caught up in the economic disruption, then I'm right. How do I know I'm right, Grace? Unemployment rate in America is 14% right now. That ain't got nothing to do with me, and that ain't black unemployment, or even, right, you know what I'm saying? That's just that. 14.9% or something like that. 120 million people in India out. So right now, I got enough real statistics to say 
There's a lot of people, I'm not saying they're willing to do whatever it takes to look successful. I got a job. It makes me look successful. I got nice Mercedes. It looks successful. But their bank account sheet or their personal finances are not successful. They have the illusion of looking successful. My question is, how can ATS make that fraud stuff? No offense to any of you, but I am pretty direct. Be actually real success. That's a deep, stern question. How the hell do we do that? How do we take people who are willing to sacrifice? Let me, let me, let me just, all right, let me, I, I need you, I need you to tell me, I need you to, everybody, I need you to put on two different hats. You get to choose which one is for you. If you're emotional or empathetic or have a high level of emotional intelligence, I want you to put on your empathy hat, not city, not, not, not pity. We don't need to, no one needs our sympathy. No one just, you know, right. We're not that good. Okay. We don't need sympathy. We need empathy. Okay. We need to put ourselves in their situations. Look around. If you got high levels of emotional intelligence, I'm going to put on your empathy hat. I'm about to say something. If you're like me, or Susan, you have a high level of strategic thinking. I need you to put on that hat. I'm about to say something. I'm going to rewind what I just said all at once, and I'm going to tell you what we're dealing with. What I just said was, it's apparent that the gain of the capital and admiration are more ingrained in society now ever than before. Ain't nothing I can do about it. So ask yourself, Tony how far are they willing to go to protect what they built so they can look successful? It's freaking everybody. That's an opinion right there. Then how can ATS make this look successful, air quotes, and become real successful? Here's what we're dealing with. So if you got your empathy hat on or your strategic hat, this is what we're dealing with. When you, they programmed us, and I'm talking about 97% of the world. I have enough data to say 97% of the world, most statistics just be made up, but 1% of the world controls 96% of the world's income. Another 1% controls the, the next three, which means there's 1% left, 97% of that fighting over that. Something like that. Something like that. Now, here's the empathy or strategic thing. These people are willing to sacrifice their children, their children's future, their children's children's future to look successful. So most of the world is. As somber as that is, and I know I just offended somebody now or will be listening later. There's no way I'm not. It's 
people don't like truth tellers. It just is what it is. If you live a life in which you die and leave a bill and not a will, you're either you either did not get the education to do so or you were too selfish to do so because you had 100% of your crops and you personally consumed them and never left any for your children. That is in every sacred text. Don't do that. Every, hell, you ain't got to go to sacred text. You can just Google the farmer's almanac. Just Google the farmer's almanac, which really is a sacred text for farmers. But think about this. That's crazy. I'm not asking how can we fix that because I'm going to put a little caveat at the end of this. But that's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with people who accidentally, selfishly, or ignorantly don't have a legacy. Yes. Yes, Chris. Yes. And Chris said in chat, a lot of black cultures hate to say, but the cool thing these facts, but the cool thing is the system is set up that's white, Italian, Polish, it don't matter. Don't matter. So that's the question we're dealing with. So I want you to feel the weight of that question because it's where this question comes from. So I put right next to it, we must also respect and appreciate that someone would just want to look successful, Grace. No matter, look, all this stuff I just said, I literally put, let me, let me, I'm going to copy and paste this whole damn thing because I want you to see that I ain't making this up. It's right there. I left out the, the capital I, but there you go. At the very end, it says, we must also respect and appreciate that someone, some people, would just want to look successful no matter what. So we need to make that easier for them too. So I'm, I'm, there's two things I'm trying to do here. I'm trying to say, all right, listen, you were willing to look successful no matter what. We got you. We're going to turn it into real success. Here's how. Boom. That's, that's, that's the question for you, Deanna. Here's how. What does that look like? Here's how. How do you present that over a sales call, Grace? Like, I'm not just running my mouth here. You know what I'm saying? Here's how. How do you put that in the book, Reggie? Here's how. How do you say that to Parkland? Here's how. How do you say that to the hood? How do you say that to low-income people? How do you say it to construction workers? All right. Here's how you really be successful. Blank. What does that look like? How do you communicate that? What the graphic look like? What does the system look like? How long does it take? What platforms are we using? Do we have to build our own? Do we create affiliates? Do you see what I'm doing, Deanna? 
this question must be answered, and the answer is going to take on multiple different forms, depending upon where we put the answer at. If I put the answer in a sales call, it will look if the the mission will be the same, but that method would be over audible communication in which it must be packaged in a different form than an Instagram post. You understand what I'm saying? Then at the same time, Grace, I just got to respect the fact that some people just want candy, period, point blank. It just is what it is. Some people, they ain't, some of y'all ain't going to do the work. He ain't. He not. He ain't going to do the work. He did what it is. And ain't, wrong, and, and ain't nothing wrong with that. And I don't get to stand in judgment of that now or ever. It just is what it is. Now, I want you to think about this because that's a real question. And it's a question driving this business right now. So t- let, let me show you. So teach if you're available. I want to show you something. The this question is it contains great difficulty. I am determined to be rich. The middle class is not for me. I need news that cares about me. And not news that's gonna scare me or make me mad at another people. I need news without politics. And I want news that will point me to the money. This is the news where it happens. The moments that change the world. These are the stories we need. The info that we care about. We only give you news that puts money in your pocket. And the news that gives us an advantage. This is the work that continues. Who we are today. And what we can become. Tomorrow. That's it. This is where news without agendas can lead us. Your wealth matters. This is why more perspectives make us stronger and how our mission can inspire tomorrow this is journalism that helps the world we live in this is Mexit news but i've already figured out most of it and i'm getting beat up by figuring out the other most how do we figure that out grace you gotta think about that you should be you should be writing that down. You should be having that in your head. How do we make people yep? Twenty eighty rule, Pareto's law. Twenty percent of the harvest is gonna provide you eighty percent of the food, while eighty percent of the harvest is gonna harvest you twenty percent of the food. This is what it is. This is what it is. Everybody is not Levon. And Daniel's just, out there. Go ahead, Susan. Just look how the world is reacting to this pandemic. It's do mm-hmm. you save grandma or do you save your business? You know, mm. there there's the scales there. You know, if you think of the scales on either side and you're weighing both sides, and that's why you see people out protesting, protesting because they just want to go back to work and ignore the situation. Trump just wants to open up and say everything's great and wonderful because, you know, he wants his kids 
to be able to continue to receive all the profits from everything that they own. So you've got mm -hmm. all kinds of people for different reasons wanting one side or the other. And that is the big issue. And that's what how we're going to see in this situation, how people really respond to it. I completely agree. Money, you know, on most parts for most people. I don't think people here on this call, you know, we're in positions where we're able to continue on without exposing yeah. ourselves too much. But that's the reality of the entire world right now. Exactly what you're saying. Yeah. The entire world, y'all. Y'all hear what you're saying? The whole world. This ain't got nothing to do with east or west. The whole world is even right now. And, and you know, you're saying, saying, from <laughs> above and, you know, this world's gotten out of hand. Facts. Uh, materialistic, not thinking of inheritance, not thinking of all that. So the whole world has paused or paused. What decisions are we going to make? And you're putting in front of us the question of making the right decision. Um, what that small voice just you know, told you in your head. Um, and that's where we're at. Yeah, this is, it's, it's difficult. Go ahead, Bill. Well, right out of Think and Grow Rich, nine reasons why people fail. Number one, lack of well-defined purpose. Number two, lack of ambition to aim above mediocrity. Number three, lack of self-discipline. Number four, procrastination. Number five, lack of persistence. Number six, negative personality. Number seven, lack of well-defined power of decisions. Number eight, overcautious. And number nine, wrong selection of associates in business. And to answer your question, Antonio, I think it's, there's a three steps. Number one, we need to find out where people are. Okay, where are they? Because we can't take them any place unless we know where they are and, and honor where they are and really understand where they are. Next, what do they really want? And then the last one, are they willing to feel, think, be, do, have, and give what it takes? I'm with you. I'm with you on that one. I'm with you on that one. Like I, I said, I think I said it last <laughs> night, you know, 20% is how. And that's what we provide people. We provide them with the hows. 30% is why. Okay, why do you want to do this? What's your really underlying reason? And is your why off? You know, is your why that you really want to look good in front of other people at other people's expenses? I mean, I'd be guilty of that. I wish I had the money I've wasted on cars in my lifetime because I wanted people to think I was cool because I drove a nice car as opposed to buying a car just to give me from A to B, taking the difference in the money I spent and investing it. I'd be in a lot better situation now than I was back then. You and me both. A lot right? better right now. Yeah. My investments yeah, would be buying me cars. My investments yeah. would be buying me cars. I wouldn't have to worry about it. Right? No, that's right. No, yeah, no, that's fact. Then it's 50%. Do you have the willpower? Do you have the self-discipline? Do you have the self-control to do what you need to do to get it done? 
you might want to bump that up to 60%. <laughs> I was looking at someone. I had some, I'm going to say two things. I had, I had someone text me yesterday that they frustrated at work. Now they're, they're a banking employee, some essential personnel. They're fortunate they get to work and everybody get on the nerves and they wasn't complaining. They were saying they're frustrated because they're hungry. This is coming from a place of dieting the law. And then this person said, forget this diet. I'm just going to stay chunky. What is it? Now, I feel them. Don't get it twisted. But to Phil's point of 50% willpower and discipline, if you don't have the willpower or discipline to commit to a diet, then you don't have the willpower or discipline to commit to your burning desires. How you do anything is how you do everything. That ain't got nothing to do with me. Law, I ain't make that up. They throw stones at people, you know, prophets who come and say, hey, you, truth is here. They, boom, shut up. Shut up, Buddha. Shut up, Jesus, right? They, you know, <laughs> they, don't, they don't like, they don't like that stuff when you're living. You know, it's only shut up, John Lennon. <laughs> Shut up, John Lennon. John Lennon, John, Lennon was a, John, Lennon, John Lennon was the one that said, genius is a curse. Yes. Yes. Geniuses are only appreciated after their death. And geniuses can be in all walks of life, too. Mother Teresa was a genius. You just got to know that everyone's a genius in their own right. Additionally to that, it's just let me let me come back to it. Let me let me let me come back to it. The second question: How can ATS become a millionaire-making machine, in the likes of which the world has never seen? Now, asking this question, now we're doing a good job, but if y'all ask me where we at in my vision, we at two percent of what is up here. What's up here? We at two percent. Grace, how much does that shock you? That everything we've done thus far is just two percent. Like I'm telling you, if you said, "Hey, what's my grade?" I'm gonna say you got a two. You say two out of five. I'm gonna say no, out of hundred. How much? I'm your mic to tell us how much does that shock you. I'm interested to know. You got to unmute your mic. For me? Uh-huh. How much of that oh. shocked you that I'm saying everything we've done is just 2%? At first I was like, what? wait, but then I, I realized who said it. So yeah, of course. No. <laughs> I got to talk it out. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm, I'm probably gonna die this guy that's for sure this, uh, this you know and, and then reincarnate this guy <laughs> or girl his consciousness reincarnates not gender but anywho but i want you to think about that that's just two percent of what i got up here two percent oh diana from a systems perspective 
administrative perspective, back office perspective. How do we become a millionaire making machines? From an engineer perspective, teach, same question. From a public figure perspective, which would be Phil and Susan, they're public figures of ATS. How so? How so? From the chocolate-covered and flavored perspective, I had to. I couldn't resist the job. Law, <laughs> how do you make that happen, right? You, you, you feel what I'm saying? You know, from the six-foot-seven beard and mustache, stay trimmed every day perspective. Every day. My dreads is taller than your kids. If you think about it, they really are. If he's six foot seven, his dreads go down to his rear end. Them some three foot dreads. Let's just let's, let's do a little simple math here. Three foot five. Yeah. How do we make that happen? And then lastly, now, now think about that. Write that down. Y'all should be you should be copying and pasting these sandals or hula hands. How can you make that happen? Oh, crash my phone. There we go. Stuff you need to be wondering. And the last one is, how can I? Now, I'm gonna say I, because these are notes to myself. Do you understand? These notes to myself. But you need to make it I to you. I don't write these notes and say, oh, you know what? I'm gonna do this in my daily meeting. That's not the way it works. And just write these notes, and I decided today, you know what, let me put this in the daily meeting. Reggie Law said your dreads are lower than his. How can I, how can I ease the pay? Oh, no, sorry. 80s R&B just jumped out of my head. Look at Deanna. She lost herself. All right. How can I, not 80s song, Make ATS a place where millions of people can freely look inside. Oh, let me let me let me let me set this up. So I'm minding my business yesterday. I'm minding my business yesterday. I ain't bothering nobody. And let's just say big me. By big me, the hundred billionaire me that already exists on some timeline. Right, that off camera, right? Some timeline out there. Hundred billion me. Hundred billion me. Said, hey, boy, talking to me. This, boom. Right, I I talk to me crazy. Don't worry about me. The only way I listen. So do this. And I'm like, huh. So you're going to hear my actual thoughts. That's the setup. How can I make ATS a place where millions of people can freely look inside of million-dollar company business models and have fun doing it, as well as making their own businesses, business dreams, come, come true doing it as well? Do I open up? No, excuse me. Then I put, did I open up my daily meetings by universal guidance as a start of this? Am I being led by something greater than me? I'll copy and paste that so you can see it yourself. This is real stuff in my notes. 
bridge. <laughs> it's something I'm thinking about myself. Now, I can tell you for sure. Why did I open up these meetings to the to the public? Economic disruption is what I'm gonna tell you. But now I'm starting to think that me doing this was part of a bigger plan that even I didn't know. Me doing this, I know, I know Phil, you know what I'm talking about. Me doing this was part of a series of steps that I've already done. And maybe I'm starting a brand new business model that no one else has ever done ever for a product in which there is a billion dollar company that shows or million dollar company that lets the world just log in or get the tapes or the tape tracks or the the digital eye thing that we might have in a little bit. I don't know what we're going to be. You know, we may be answering phone calls like this, Grace. Hello? And it may be in your eyelids or something. I don't know. It's, I watch too much Black Mirror. But how can am, – am I supposed to – well, let me say, I'm getting the passion that maybe I should keep this open because this wasn't supposed to be permanent. That's not what I was thinking. I was just thinking, I don't know. I didn't I didn't know when I was thinking, but it wasn't permanent. But what if we own to something? And I need you to follow me this here in weird, weird world. What if we're on to something? What if we are changing the world and letting other people come in, take like, what if? What if can I say something? Bill? Uh, yeah, okay, you then Phil. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Go ahead. Uh, yeah. So <clears throat> what I was about to say is like, why not? I mean, energy, laws, and all that much more. If you plant the seeds, naturally it will grow. So if you feed the people in due time, you shall receive what you basically um putting your own harvest. Well, if you want to just make sense all damn day, Chris, then, you know, I mean, it's just, it's just, just won't make sense all day. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt, Phil. Or all blessed day as opposed to damn day. Um, <laughs> in the uh, Four Disciplines of Organizational Health by Patrick Lencioni that he writes in uh, The Advantage, how organizational health beats everything else in business. He talks about the five behavior principles that every team must embrace. The first one is building trust. And that's the foundation. Without trust, you know, if you have trust, speed goes up, cost goes down. If you don't have trust, cost goes down, cost goes up, speed goes down. And the best way to build trust is be vulnerable, be transparent. And that's what you're doing with these meetings. You're being vulnerable, you're being transparent. So you're laying the foundation of trust. The second level of the pyramid is mastering conflict. And he says, that's the hardest thing to do. How do you master conflict where each of us feel good that we can respectfully disagree with each other without being disagreeable? That's what, that was my line, by the way. Number three, mm -hmm. achieve commitment. Where do you get people to commit? And how do you do that is by letting them be heard. People won't commit unless they feel they're part of the, of the organization. So they need to be heard to master commitment. Next, embrace accountability. And he says the best way to his accountability, it's peer-to-peer. 
make people accountable to peer to peer, not top down, but to each other. And that's the best way you do that. And the last one is focus on results. And that's where each individual entity understands that their job is to support the main team. It's not to individually cover their butt on their jobs, but their job is to support the main team and what the main team wants to get done. So those are the five behavior principles that every team must embrace. And I think that's what you're doing by allowing us to be vulnerable and you're working on building trust. Fantastic. To be honest with y'all, I did it by accident. <laughs> you know, not, you know, that's low level awareness talk, but nevertheless. Or divine inspiration. Divine inspiration. You know, I was minding my own business yesterday and and then had the revelation. Revelation is what was in a word kind of revealing. So apocalypse just means revelation. The I just saw some, you know, I, I typically I typically never get to see the harvest of what I'm doing. Now, I got my theory. I think God is so knows me so well that if he if he shows me my harvest first, I'm gonna mess it up because why wouldn't I grace? You know how aggressive I am? <laughs> Do you know who I am? Oh, oh, I'm gonna be that. Let's roll, right? <laughs> it went top. <laughs> That's me. That's you know what I'm saying. I'm pretty sure that God knows me, right? I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, he ain't no fool. But I do want to set up the last thing I'm going to say for this call. So that, that's the three questions. It is actually, I won't even set up. I'll just tell you. Last night, I had a call from a frustrated follower. Follows me. Now, the good thing is they would frustrate me. And or the company or anything like that, and it was an extremely positive conversation. That's why they reached out in the first place. You know, there's no way you reach out to me in frustration and expect to continue to be frustrated. That that's not the kind of conversation I have. No one who has a conversation with me thinks that I'm going to continue in frustration. So clearly, they just need to toss some stuff out. And. The reason why they were frustrated because it could damage me. They were well, financially what, what what I'm doing, and they were like, "Hey, you know, blank, 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 blank," and I didn't try five times, and I ain't know nothing about it. I ain't know nothing about it. Try five times, I know nothing about. It. And I said, "Well, I you know I put Satish in charge of all that, so I ain't even." And I don't, I don't ask Satish nothing. I don't. For Satish in charge, I don't need to follow up. And then I don't need to follow up whatsoever. I ain't nothing to follow up. So I say, so they say, why are you so calm? <laughs> I said, well, I already won. So have you. So have Satish. So have Deanna, right? And I say, and when you know you already won, you understand these opposing forces, they're not personal. You didn't try five times 
and it was a sign. You tried five times, so you don't stop three feet from going. So you appreciate what's about to happen. How can you appreciate a hot shower if you're not dirty? If you're full, if you have eaten all you can, and I hand you your favorite dessert, you can't eat it and you won't enjoy it. That's life. I want you to process that. If Deanna right now has some cheesecake, she is violating her no sugar stuff because birthday. Oh, Family. Mm-hmm. It is not a regular cheesecake. It is homemade. That's right. Why don't you tell us about the cheesecake? It is a homemade cheesecake out of my mother's oven with fresh. That does make a difference. With fresh strawberries sliced on top and in the middle. It is not a regular cheesecake, sir. There is that does no make a difference. Way, there is no way that I can deep in my heart not eat that cheesecake. Sugar and all. That makes a difference. Did you, you, in fairness, I'm going to shut the hell up about your cheesecake. That, 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 came for that. that came from mama's oven. You better eat it. Yes, okay? it, it came from mama's oven. That is, that's a different kind of energy on that. It's the mama's oven. She slayed. Kind of she went to work, got off of work, went and purchased the materials and baked it Wednesday evening, the day before my birthday. And the next day said, your cheesecake is in my refrigerator chilling. When I get off of work, come and pick it up. I was like, well, Catherine taught me emotional intelligence, and I can tell that you are sincere about what you're saying, and this is not a battle in which I should fight. Go ahead, Phil. <laughs> well, I think that the, everybody should be able to give themselves a cheat day. Oh, yeah. Where they cheat one day. Now they have to earn that cheat day. You know, you can't give yourself a cheat day if you're cheating all the time. Then it's not a cheat day. <laughs> But if you earn a cheat day, you get to you get to do a cheat day. I just think that's just uh, that's just right. It's just right. Yeah. Yeah. Can I yeah. add some? Yes. Now I don't know if y'all have seen the documentary, but it's going to tie into your last point, which I think is going to be very viable for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if everybody watched or, or is watching the documentary, The Last Dance of Michael Jordan, but there is a particular like the previous episode which I think is very valuable in this situation. In the time, um, I don't know if you're a Jordan fan, Michael Jordan lost his father. So uh, you have a huge amount of criticism, adversity, and much more. And not to mention, he lost to, I believe, the Orlando Magic, I believe, in the finals. So imagine all of this pressure and criticism, much more people talking down, is it the end of the reign and all that and much more. And people are like, life just knocks you down. Sort of like what you were saying earlier with like, you gotta get, you don't appreciate a shower until you're dirty. So Jordan at the moment is at his worst situation. He lost his father, criticism, lost in the finals, and everybody's thinking this thing is over. But what he did is he used that as not only that he learned from it, from it, but he used it as motivation and almost like basically <laughs> something on his show, like an itch. 
like, okay, you think that this is over. I got something better for you. I guess I, I can prove you <laughs> wrong and I can show you better. I can tell you. And he used that energy and momentum, not only during a tough time during his life when he lost his father to rise above through all the situation, the critics and to win the NBA finals on Father's Day. You don't appreciate anything until you go through something to the point where after he won it, he grabbed the basketball and lay down at the locker room because he knew what he fought for. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're absolutely right. And it was Detroit Pistons he lost the fights to. Yeah, to Pistons. I'm sure. It, yeah, I'm sure it wasn't the Magic. I don't. I mean, is it, the, is it? They, they lost to the Magic in the Eastern Conference Finals. Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. All right. Yeah. There you go. All right then. All right. I have. I, I need. I've got. I've got eight of them. I need. I'll start watching it today. But you did set my point up really great because as we end the call, this was a two point two million dollar problem that she was calling with. Go ahead, Carol. I just have one thing to say. Sometimes people mm-hmm. feel like they gotta give up stuff in order to get or gain something else, but sometimes they can replace it. It's kind of being smart. It's like you can replace that fattening cheesecake with a low fat some kind of something that has just less sugar or maybe monk fruit or maybe the cheesecake itself instead of having the cream cheese or something and you can use a substitute that tastes just as good so sometimes you don't have to give it all up sometimes you just have to be smart about how to replace some of it so you can still enjoy some of that while you're gaining well i i agree with that i know everybody on the call would agree with that go ahead susan they're called food, food hacks. hacks. You can get um, coconut cream, all kinds. But, you know, for Deanna, that was a special thing made by her mother with love and, you know, on your birthday. Mm, absolutely. To, to have that. But moving forward, there are, there are ways to have delicious desserts that are actually healthy for you. And, you know, there's all kinds of places to get them. And I do that all the time in your kitchen yeah yeah so they're called yeah, food, food, food hacks and uh um, yeah, Hyman, he's someone that i have followed for many years and have interacted with him he is you know um functional medicine natural medicine they actually a few years ago built an entire wing addition onto the cleveland clinic that he now runs. He wrote a book, he's written several books, Dr. Mark Hyman, Food, What the Heck Should I Eat? And, you know, for people that are just coming into this awakening realization about healthy eating, and I always start people off there that I work with, and that's a good one, and there are grocery shopping lists at the end, there are recipes at the end, uh, and you can go to his website. There, there are so many others. I was just on a health summit. And I, I do this particular health summit every year. It, um, it lasts for seven days with speakers throughout the day that are some of the top people that I follow. And you can actually uh, follow his podcast as well, Dr. Mark Hyman. But his book, Food, What the Heck Should I Eat?, and just go even on his website or follow him on Facebook, and you're going to pick up a lot of ideas. Well, good stuff. Shout out to him. We'll be looking him up. Chris, 
Join us on the next call, man. We actually talk about the Jordan documentary right as soon as it starts. So we're actually talking about that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a $2.2 million issue. And they were extremely frustrated that <laughs> they're extremely frustrated that the let's just say the bank wouldn't take the money. It's, it's it's funny. It was funny to me. It was not funny to 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 them. But then why are you so calm? And here's my lesson for y'all. Two point two million dollars is not stopping me from a hundred billion. Think about where you're going. Live in a dream world. Don't live in reality. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can't plan better. You can dominate. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you on the sales call. Love you more, Phil. When the pandemic began, I had the biggest problem in the world. Not making money. The pandemic was actually quite a blessing for me as it almost made me a billionaire. I came really close. So the pandemic was a blessing. It was hiring people. And get this, everybody. I had 48 job positions open during the pandemic. $22 an hour with paid training. And I could not find a single person for two years to fit any of those 48 job positions. Hear me well. 48 job positions, $22 an hour, paid training, and I couldn't find someone, not one person, for those job positions. Now, is it because I hire slowly? True, but it's because I wasn't using ZipRecruiter, and that's a fact. I wasn't getting to the right people for the right position to fit my right culture and there are so many different things that you can do this summer as a matter of fact you can free up as much time as you want to but if you're not using ZipRecruiter you're probably not going to free up that time if you're attempting to hire people so what is ZipRecruiter what is probably the greatest job finder <laughs> that's out there and that's why you need Zip Recruiter. You need it so you can find the right candidates. Now, it's not that Zip Recruiter helps you find jobs. It's more accurately that Zip Recruiter takes your culture, takes your job, takes what you're looking for, and immediately matches them with the perfect candidate. And if, the, if, it's, if they can't find a perfect candidate, they will skip over that person and then give you the perfect candidate for you. ZipRecruiter uses one of its most powerful tools, which is the technology itself, to match the right candidates up with your job. You can easily review uh, their recommendations and easily review their recommended candidates and invite these candidates to apply for your top positions. Additionally, ZipRecruiter has a complete suite of tools that makes it easy for you to filter out uh, review and rate candidates four out of five employees uh, have been used by four out of five employers 
on ZipRecruiter. It is a blessing. And no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one hiring site in the world based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of this year, January 1st. My friends, soak up everything I said. It's not an ad. This is a personal testimony of how I found the right people to sit in the right seat on the right bus. Without ZipRecruiter, it wouldn't have been possible. So how do you take advantage of what I'm talking about? Well, you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. All spelled the regular way. That's Zip, Z-I-P, Recruiter, R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R, ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. And I promise you, you will be grateful that you did so. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. It's also in the show notes.